Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decom Mission. Alright everyone, welcome to season two. Sarah and I are trying... Yeah. Sarah and I are trying some new recording setups, so if things sound a bit weird, it's because they are a bit weird, but... We'll, We're rolling we'll it out it. by episode two. Hopefully, Hopefully. nothing sounds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my cat is trying to get into the door. Of course. Surprise! Surprise! Something's never change. Would you like to come in? Are you a vampire? Because I'm inviting you. No, don't just. Get in. Get, get. You're a monster. Okay, you gotta leave. Goodbye. Be like, go all the way up again. Go away. And that is exactly why I have to close my bedroom door and my closet door. Otherwise, trouble would be meowing outside the whole time. So I did. I did close. You can now hear her scratching her scratching. I closed her out of the bedroom and Ethan walks in. He was like, she's like really upset outside the door. Can she come in? And I was like, oh, "Oh, fine. My My cat likes other people, but she loves me. And she wants to be wherever I am. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. So it's okay. No. But yeah, if you hear the scratching board in the back, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. All right, so today, starting off season two, back in 1998, we have Brink. Not about ice skating, about no, rollerblading. I thought it was about ice skating. I feel like I, I knew it was either skateboarding or rollerblading, but I couldn't remember which one. It's rollerblading, which I guess makes sense because that was really big back in the... 90s and 2000s and it's making a comeback or it has been making a comeback since i was in college at least although now the thing is i guess roller skating again well yeah because that's retro everyone wants to be retro you remember back when we were younger and if you got roller skates instead of roller blades when we went to the roller rink it was like oh you don't know how to use roller blades you have to use roller skates um vaguely i feel like that was the attitude but now it's cool to have roller skates. It was the, I feel like. it was definitely the attitude, but I remember Can you, you got to figure your stuff out this lady. Um, but I remember it was it was like mostly the jockey boys in my my like grade that were like that and also when we went to fast forward for like class parties and stuff, we weren't allowed to use the roller blades. But then really? when we did it in gym, That's we had weird. yeah we had like roller roller skating units in gym, and only very specific people were allowed to use roller blades. They had to have like notes or something. It was weird. But there was That's a lot of weird. problems with the kids having roller blades because they would go way too fast, and they yeah. would knock other kids down. So it was it was a liability problem. Yeah, I remember when we went to fast forward, most kids would bring their own roller mm-hmm. blades, but they had to check them. I don't know what they checked them for, but if you didn't have a certain type, you couldn't yeah. bring your own. I don't know what the I type I miss Fast was, Forward. We've talked about this before, I think, on this podcast. And We've talked about One that of these days, right. when you come back, when it's safe for you to come back, we should totally go check it out. And I'll make and them see play how, it. see how dumpy it is now. Yeah, Maybe it's really awesome. You I never hope so. know. I'm going to make them play Escape by Enrique Iglesias. Do be it. reminded of when I was eight. And I'll do... I'll request girls just want to have fun because that's the only one I really remember them playing all the time. They did play that Because the time. girls, it was girls only skate to girls just want to have fun. I can't remember what the boys song was, but. Uh, let's hear it the, the limbo. Boys. Let's hear it They the did boy. the limbo. And they oh, did limbo, this number yeah. Ga- the number game on the wall where you had to skate to a certain number 
in time or something. I don't know. They had all this fun stuff on our field trips that they set up. Anyway, so yeah, definitely thought that Brink was about ice skating for no reason. It's not like I saw a picture and I was like, yep, this is ice skating. It's just the fact that rink was in his name. And you think of an ice skating rink. Yeah, I think of ice skating when I hear the word rink. But I guess, I mean, fast forward is a skating rink as well. yeah. Yeah. But... But I feel like ice skating rinks are way more common yeah. than roller rinks. Roller rinks, that's the Roller word. rink. But I don't think I had ever seen this before. I I thought I had before we watched it, but I think I was genuinely getting it mixed up with, like, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. I can't remember. I feel like I might have seen it once when it first came out, but maybe I just remember people talking about it, and that's what I remember. Because I remember people talking about, like, oh, this this guy who's roller skating and he's really cool and i don't know maybe that's all i (laughs) read memory by association maybe yeah i've only seen it in like buzzfeed lists that are like remember this decom yeah i feel like i've seen that a lot too everyone's like oh xenon and halloween town and brink all these classic decoms that you should watch and double teams on there too which is interesting yeah, Keeping it's on the a, theme of bad dads, which we'll get into later. <sighs> anyway, okay. So Brink is rated G. It's from 1998. It's an hour and 30 minutes. Sports, drama, and coming of age. And yep, those are those are the three, I would yep. say. There's no comedy in this movie. This Except is a drama. one moment. There's one moment of pure j- laughter in this movie. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I was, <laughs> I like, I was thinking about that forget? moment earlier. Oh, oh my God. We'll get to it. We'll get to it, people. It's the best moment in the movie. Hands down. I think we were both laughing for a full minute after this happened. Oh, so funny. So anyway, the blurb for this movie is, Andy Brink Brinker is the best inline skater at the beach, skating with his crew for the joy of it. But when a spot on a sponsored team opens up, Brink feels compelled to take it, hoping to help his family with the money he'll earn. Oh, that's the full blurb. See, yesterday before we watched it, we only read the yeah, cause, the group okay. watch one, because that's what you had up. So yeah, so this movie is about skating, and that's kind of, <laughs> that's it. So it's about this, this, this you know, homegrown, uh, does it for the fun of it team called the Soul Skaters. They make it very evident they pointed out all the time we're just doing this for fun because we're the soul skaters yeah and their rivals are this corporate sponsored team called the x blades with a z with the terrible logo and the yellow jerseys even though they had other teams at these competitions in yellow and it was like why yellow when they do that oh so so hard to follow yeah, their yeah. logo on their shirt was, it looked like just a cross that was tipped on its side. I'm like, what yeah, is that supposed to be? With like a weird loop around it yeah. and an arrow for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess it's supposed to be an X, but it just looks really funny. What you, my cat is the weirdest cat. I, she had she her scratching board. I tipped it over. It's one of those like ramp ones. And now she's lying in between the door and the scratching board <laughs> in the little V of the ramp that's on its side. What a weird cat. She's the best, but she's a total weirdo. Um... So, yeah, but then we learn that Brink's dad is on disability for a back injury, and there's some really hmm, interesting things that are happening with his job, because it feels like 
feels like it should be illegal what's feels happening like with illegal. them letting yeah. him go or not paying him as not much giving or him his job going back. On. Yeah. Despite the fact that it does seem like, from what I could gather from the beginning of this movie, that he should have been getting workers comp right. and he hurt himself at work. Right. So it just Especially if it's in construction, sketchy. that's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. It felt if something's not right there. I I should have looked up the history of like disability leave and stuff to figure out when that all kicked in. But I'm sure it was before 1998. It does seem very late. So Brink Brink's team, the Soul Skaters, and uh, Val, who's the captain of X Blades, they have a race, like a relay race, at school. Which and would never fly. Kira and I talked about this. We can't. We weren't even allowed to have what were they called wheelies heelies heelies <laughs> wheelies <laughs> heelies we're we couldn't close. have those and use them at school or we'd get in trouble so, so i don't know trouble. how they got away with having this relay race on rollerblades at their school no it was ridiculous california is lax but like holy cow no he did get they did end up getting suspended for it but still and like all these kids had like gathered around to watch and i was like yeah this is movie magic yeah so in the in the relay race, one of Val's teammates, the X Blades, he hurts himself, and this is the guy who was the Black Power Ranger on the original Power Rangers. For anyone who's interested in that, um, and he they need to find a replacement to have him on the X Blades, and so Brink, who overhears his parents talking about how they need money, decides to go and work for them or escape for them but not let his friends know which of course causes drama amongst his friend group hence the drama genre oh it really was it was like so the drama type of drama and then obviously there's the whole thing and there's a rivalry rivalry with val and he's terrible and mean and everyone is a jerk but the thing is like as i say not even val and his little group were jerks Brink and his group of friends are also mean. jerks. They're they're really jerky. Like they're they, they say some really nasty stuff, and it's also and weird they do because... some pretty nasty stuff. The worm sandwich was disgusting. Yeah, at one point they replace Val's sandwich, or they don't replace it, but they add worms, live worms, to his sandwich, and then he takes a bite of it. Like that's cruel. So it's like they Val wasn't, you know mean to them for no reason. Like there was a little bit of a reason. He was meaner and was you know shifty but right but Brink and his friends weren't completely innocent either yeah also so the the, the pay for being on this, the the X-Blades team per week was $200 in 1998 that's here did like some three, conversions yeah that's like $320 today that's like what i made as a nanny in chicago yeah, per week that's good money for a high schooler yeah which is really good money for a high schooler not, and not also good proves for his dad and also just proves how crap minimum wages right now mm-hmm. like it just proves that hasn't it not gone up in like 10 years not really it, it hasn't been following in, in inflation at all it's just been i think here it's still 755 an hour which is what it was 10 years ago yeah and that's insane i get paid minimum wage right now which is at, in california it's 15 yeah so we cost of living's higher there sure is sense, but it sure is yeah, so then, obviously, the middle part of this movie, like, act two, is just a bunch of, like, but w- I tried to hide it from you guys, but then you found out, well, we don't like you anymore, Brink, because you're a sellout. And then he leaves the X-Blades, and then they go to a competition with the X-Blades, and then 
there's a, you know, they, they, they don't do well, but then they come back and then there's a final round where it's a downhill and, uh, it's between Brink and Val and Val cheats and, and pretends to hurt himself because he knows that Brink will help him out. But then it turns out that it was all a folly, but then Brink decides to, uh, also cheat, <laughs> right? And cut through an alley you, outside of cheating? the race. Yeah. And with che- more cheating. <laughs> And then he wins. No, this movie is so flawed and sends so many mixed messages and is so poorly paced. This is one of the worst paced ones we've seen so far. Yeah. It's weird. It's good. It's so I feel weird. Like they jumped right into a lot of the stuff at the beginning, mm-hmm. but then it, it kind of dragged out for a long time. And we're like, oh my gosh, there's still an hour and 20 minutes left oh. after the first 10 after minutes. After 16 minutes. I remember looking at the thing and, and saying, and, and seeing 16 minutes and going, yeah. and excuse then, me? After the race at the end, I looked at the clock and there were two minutes left. I'm like, how are they going to wrap this up in two minutes? And sure enough, it was just, they didn't do any sort of closure i feel like at the end it's just like okay he won and he's back with his friends the end yeah it was uh i'm trying to think of like what other movies have been this badly paced z3 was badly paced but not this badly paced dadnapped was badly paced that one i feel like dadnapped was slow the whole time but it was really slow the whole time that's the thing frenemies was badly paced but for a completely different reason I don't know if we've had one quite like this. There was one movie that, like, nothing happened until, like, the last time. Well, that's You Lucky Dog, excuse me. You Lucky Dog didn't, nothing happened until the last, like, five minutes. But it's different because the last five minutes of You Lucky Dog are amazing and just, just insane. But this one, the last, like, ten minutes where it's the last competition are still kind of boring. Yeah. The whole race that bit at the end, it was just very drawn out, I feel like. A lot of the same stuff, like, oh, they're tucked, they're going down a hill. Oh, he elbows this guy again and again. Yeah. I don't know what this movie wanted. I think this movie just wanted to be cool. Probably. And be like, inline skating's really rad, guys. Oh, the slang in this movie was interesting. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yeah. The slang. It was fat. With a yeah, pH fat. Dude, rad. rad. I mean, I'd say rad. But I say yeah. rad with, like, a twinge of irony, because, like, I also say stellar. I pick, like, the words from different eras that I think should stick around. So, like, 90s have got rad, 70s have got stellar. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to go through my to But this one was loaded with a lot of stuff. And I get it, it was the nineties and they're on a be- like they're in a beach town. Yeah, they're in so Venice. I guess. Like, in Venice I Beach. Know. So I'm think I was just thinking about it and I was thinking about my trifecta of, of plot world characters. And it's like this one was only doing plot. It really didn't go into the characters that much. And the world was just inline skating. One, yeah. It was just so hyper focused on town. Yeah, they didn't really get deep into any of the characters, no. right? Like, all of his friends, you don't really learn. You don't know anything about Jordy. I thought his name was Benji because they yeah. made fun of him for being, quote-unquote, Benji at one point. And I was like, and then the, then the dad was like, I never see Peter or Jordy. I'm like, who's Jordy? Who, I thought his name was Benji. And you never right. learn anything about him. I really want to know why they called him Benji. I don't know. I don't even remember hearing that, but I only I'm going to take I your word saw for it. it. I saw it on the subtitles. 
Val. We don't know his backstory. No, the girl one, Gabriella, is so bratty. And her whole thing is like, what, so girls can't do it? Oh, I'm a girl, so you, I'm better than you. Like, it's just like, it's so much of that's the, like, in your face girls, girl power. Ugh. Yeah. And then Peter is the only one that gets, like, a little bit because he can't do a 540 flip, which is ridiculous because at one point, Brink does three in a row. So it's like, how right. bad is Peter? And then, and then Peter goes after him and, and he does his one 540, but they still end up with the same score. Peter did like nothing. Unless he was like, you know, point perfect on literally everything he did. I still don't think that warrants a 98. No, no I don't think that so. That's so weird. It's like, oh, he got his first 540. Here's a 98. Oh, gold yes, star for you, little Peter. Gold star. Yeah, and then there was the guy who hurt himself on X-Blades and he... He later comes back and is like, Val, you're a jerk. I'm going to root for the soul skaters. And it's like, are we supposed to like him now? Because he didn't really do anything. Right. He was... But he came to the light at the end of the movie. So I, he's he's the hero. For me, a movie being only plot is so egregious. Comparatively yeah. to being only character, only world. Because right. if it's only world, I could be like, okay, they really spent a lot of time developing the world. Like, it did, you know, the, the story and the characters really lost it, and that's a problem, but they spent some time developing the world, whatever. And then solely characters, it's like, I, it's really hard to have an only character movie be bad, in my opinion, but I expect that to happen. So, yeah, so I, I, believe, I do believe that there are bad character only. Because obviously if there's no plot, that's a problem. And obviously if there's no world building, then it's just these people doing whatever. But there's a lot of meat you can give to just the characters that'll make you invested in their stories of themselves. But with plot only, it's just like all they cared about was making a storyline and they didn't care right. about how they did it. And that just, uh Oh, Lord. Yeah. And then they just tried to throw in a couple morals into it. They're like, ah, I hope that this sticks, but... But we're not going to really develop anything into it. They slapped on the moral of this movie like it was a parking ticket. And they just kept looking at it and saying it. But only in the last, like, 20 minutes of the movie tops. Before that, I was like, yeah, I've got a couple morals. Like, whatever. And then they just kept saying it. And it sucks because it it mm -hmm. wasn't in the movie. Like, that moral was not in the movie until the last act. It was so dumb. Uh, um, just gonna go out on a limb. I'm sure yeah. everyone's picked up Isn't on this by sad? now. But this was not a great movie to start off our second season. Yeah, and it's sad because we were both looking forward to it. We're like, oh, I've, we've heard such great things about. At least I had heard great things about this movie, and it's 1998. Like we were ready for some camp, 90s camp in our movie this time, but. I don't know. We were shaking our heads quite a bit watching yeah, this one. it was not camp. There weren't... I can't think of any performances that I thought were really good. No. Besides the one scene that was just really funny, no. I feel like it was just, like, kind of disappointing. Okay, let's talk about that scene. Because I need to have some bright okay. light before we go into any of the rankings. So there's a part where the soul skaters are challenging the X-Blades, and X-Blades make Brink downhill... Uh, skate race against Gabriella and 
Val, of course, at one point throws gravel into the road and Brink tries to stop her, but Gabriella rolls right over the gravel. Right. She's like, I don't believe you, Brink. I'm not going to skate on the outside. Yeah. She falls over the gravel, you know, over herself and just starts rolling down the hill. And she does not stop rolling for a full 30 seconds. And it's in slow-mo. As soon as she starts flying after she hits the gravel, it's just... But it's not all in slow-mo. It's like, it like goes to slow-mo, goes back to normal, goes to right. slow-mo, goes back to and normal. And it just keeps going and going. And it looks like they reused some of the same shots. It's amazing. It's right. truly... Honestly, okay, I'm jumping in right here right now. Okay, let me look up something first before I say this. So there's, on YouTube, there's Brink 1998, Gabriella Wipes Out. Yes. Everyone, go watch that, please. Oh. If you didn't watch this movie, go watch that clip. Which... I kind of feel bad saying how funny that is because I know it's like someone's getting hurt and it shouldn't be funny. But the way that they. It's so funny. I'm watching it again. I'm sorry. It's so funny. Oh my God. It's so long. I'm trying to. Okay. I want to count how many seconds it actually is. It's not 30 seconds. It is. So she falls at 214 and she is falling. Falling, still falling. Still falling, still rolling. Still falling, still rolling, still rolling until 2.28. Oh my gosh, can you imagine the director's... Keep rolling, keep rolling, (laughs) literally. Well, she probably only rolled for like five seconds and then they pounded it out with a slow motion and the the reuse of film. So I'm going to jump in here and just say this now. My decommission for everyone here is, whoa, this video was uploaded a month ago. Anyway. What perfect timing for us. Yeah. Go on YouTube. We'll post the link when we post uh, the episode. Go on YouTube. Look up Brink 1998. Gabriella wipes out when she races Brink and watch it. I don't yes, care if you watch please. the rest of the movie, honestly. Just, just watch that. Because it's I feel it's like if, it, if we were grading it on just that moment, I would give it an F. I would give it an, <laughs> It'd be give so it an funny, F. So bad, if everything funny. was like that movie, or if everything was like that scene, it would be it would be a super F for sure. Yeah. I kind of no, wish no everything contest. was like that. I know. I wish it was. Oh, I'm so And loved. then after that, Gabriella is on bed rest because Brink goes to visit her and oh, Gabriella's right. mom answers the door and Brink's like, is she okay? And her mom says, yeah, just a few bruises. It's not broken or anything. So Brink goes into a room and she's in bed looking like she's dying. The dramatic lighting. It was like all dark but they only had light on their eyes mm-hmm. this movie was directed this movie was not directed terribly but it was directed like it was a feature film like yeah. it was in theaters and it was oh my god the skating shots were good but it was so dramatic it was this is the most drama movie we've watched so yeah. far Hands have we down. have we had any other movies that we've noticed have been genre as drama I don't know if we. I think Double Team was a drama. I can look it up, but that one, that one at least for me, in, under my book, is a drama. Yeah. Let me double check. Let me look up Double Teamed on. No, it's only under Sports and Biographical. But I guess they thought her hmm. biographical is drama too. I guess. I did not look up who the director was for this movie yet, and I realized I should have done that beforehand. Oh, I forgot to mention that the kid who plays Brink was the voice of Sid. In Toy Story. Oh, yeah. Because you said you recognized his voice. I recognized his name. 
I recognized his name. I recognized the voice of the sponsor for uh, right. the X-Blades. Right. That's what it was. So the director is still working. He's doing a lot of, like, CBS and CW dramas. He's doing... I don't know if it's actually... Yeah, it's CW. Stargirl and Lucifer, which obviously is on Netflix now, but still. Swamp Thing. So he's he's still working, which is fine. Hmm. But I want to see if he did any other ones. I wonder if Brink was one of his first things he did. No. Brink was pretty late. Not late, late, but, like... He'd already done. So quite he's been a lot. doing. This he for also a while. did. He also did under wraps. Oh, so and he did okay. horse sense, miracle in lane two, the ultimate Christmas present. I think a ring of endless light is a decom. Ooh, he did some episodes of Smallville. I bet I know which ones. Let's see if I can figure out which ones they are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know exactly which ones these are. Uh. Okay, so in case anyone didn't know, I used to watch Smallville all the time with my dad. It was like a show that we would watch. So I've seen Smallville quite a number of times. Yeah. And it's Laura, Laura used to watch. Yeah, Laura used to watch it a lot, so I'd watch episodes every once in a while, but I couldn't tell you what it's happened trash. in the episodes that you... That... It's such trash, but it's just, it's just, it's just amazing trash. Yeah. Because it's so, it's so teen drama and like I've been watching Buffy, as I've been saying, and it's the same style of show where it's like kind of campy and not everybody's a good performer, but you know, but it's just it's fun to watch. Fun Sometimes you just yeah. need one of those like brainless shows to have on. So I like, I, I struggle sometimes when I, cause I like to draw and I like to do other things and I'm pretty sure I have undiagnosed ADD and I like to have TV shows that I've watched in the background so that I can follow them along, but also be doing something else because otherwise because i my listening is so weird i struggle sometimes but then when i want to watch something i've never seen but i'm too tired then i'm like okay well what do i do because i, I want to watch this new thing that's going to make me think but then i'm not going to be able to i'm not going to be able to really invest in it because I, I my brain's dead right now i just got off of work i'm tired i just sat in la traffic for an hour like so then these trashy things, and it's not like I'm going to watch every trashy thing, but like supernatural trashy things besides supernatural itself, I just can't, I can't get into that. And, the, and there's just, there's just, there's just too much of it, number one. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's just enough brain power usage to watch it that I'm like, okay, I can get into this. It, it's been fun to be able to turn my brain off, but just, you know, keep it on like a simmer. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. I should start Buffy, too. I think you'd like Buffy, honestly. I feel like I would. I used to watch Supernatural all the time. I remember. But I feel like I watched, like, five seasons and then stopped what, when like I went 18 to college. now? There's so Gosh, many. so many. I think so many 15, seasons. but still. Yeah. I think you would like Buffy, but it is very problematic, and it's very dated. There is one yeah. character on that show who's on the show the entire time, and if anyone knows the show, they know who I'm talking about, but he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He he reminds me of what if Chandler Bing was just the worst? Like, what if he was not funny, but really tried to be and laughed at his own jokes all the time and wasn't oh, no. and wasn't cute, like not attractive, cute, but like it wasn't like cute that he was doing this. It was obnoxious and gross. And he makes a lot of sexist comments. And it's really obvious that he's a creator slash director insert into the show. And he's on it the whole time, huh? He's on it the whole time. He does get better, but not well, much. Well, that's good. 
Yeah. Anyway, that's Buffy. Let's get into our rankings of the show. Let's start off with the moral, I think. I haven't really put as much thought into the test of time just yet, so... I haven't either. Yeah, I would like to start with... We can start with... The moral. Yeah. So, how many morals did you have besides the in-your-face one? Um, I have the quote from the dad that I thought was funny that he was trying to be this very moral-driven father figure. So I have his quote, and then I have two other ones besides that okay i have four so that's about that's about even do you want to do you want to go first sure um so the one i have from the dad which i guess i should probably say the dad in this movie is awful you know my hatred of the dad from double teamed so this dad is he says such terrible things to brink always putting him down and then brink gets this job with with X-Blades. X-Blades. to get money for his family. And the dad's like, you won't be skating to get money for this family. I'm going to get you a job as a pet groomer, dog groomer or something. He, this dad, all he talks about for the first two acts of the movie is like, I don't understand this kid. I don't want to talk to him, yeah, honey. I don't He's obnoxious. Commu- I don't want Why his does he words. talk like that? Are you speaking English? I don't like your lingo. And there's yeah. a part where... where he walks by his dad and he's like, "What's what up, dad? And the dad's like, that up. And it's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And doesn't he say something to his daughter? He, Brink has a younger sister. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the dad says something like, oh, you're going to be the one who takes over the family or yeah, something it's like, like along those lines. You're going to be the one that keeps the family going oh, right. or something yeah. ridiculous. No, he's so disgustingly awful. Right. But then towards the end of the movie, they're trying to have this moment with Brink and his dad, and his dad saying all the stuff like, you are defined by the company you keep, blah, blah, blah. And they have this sentimental music in the background, and they're trying to make it a moment. And then in the end of the movie, the dad comes to see Brink compete, and he's supposed to have this moment where he realizes, oh, this roller skating thing is actually pretty cool. I'm proud of my son. But they do so a terrible dumb. job of so executing bad. it. It's just, like, he, he would not have switched from no. being the way he was so quickly. And the double team dad, the difference that I feel is that the double team dad was genuinely doing what he thought was right. Like, he really thought that what he was doing was for the best for his girls. Right. And you know the dad from this movie was not. No. Unless he's really that out of it, out of touch with reality. But there's no way he thought that that was what's best for Brink. Like, oh, Oh, yeah, what's best for you is you can still skate for fun and go to school, but you're also going to have this other job and you're going to be so tired that you can't even function. And the mom's trying to take care of Brink and, like, she's really nice and all, but she's letting it happen and that's really disappointing too. So, hate the, hate the DCOM bad dads. They're so annoying. They're so bad. And bad parents, like, just in general. Yeah. I don't know what's with that. I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know if it was just a 90s thing, but I don't think so. Obviously, because it carried over into the 2000s but yeah i think it was definitely heavier in the the night the 90s and 2000s having Mm -hmm. either a single parent like a widowed parent or just a a bad dad (laughs) i don't think we've seen bad mom in a um have we let's look let's see dead mom fine mom not bad mom just that's the plot of the story uh don't see the mom Dead mom, single mom. 
Uh, the invisible sister mom kind of sound- counts as a bad mom because she was the oh, one that was like, right. mm, just steady, honey. Yeah, that's true. They were Single both, mom. both the mom and dad from that movie weren't great. Dead mom. Single mom. Mom and Donald like, under the bed it was fine. She was the same mom in this movie. <laughs> it was the same actress. <laughs> that Single mom, dead mom, too many moms. Too many Didn't moms? Which mom. one is that? Uh, frenemies. Oh, right. <laughs> I should have guessed. Dead mom. I don't remember the mom from Minutemen. I think there was one. I feel like there were probably three that we knew of. I, I feel like they were fine, I though. We saw, I don't think we saw any of the, the moms, though. I feel like we saw... Uh, blonde kids the mom? blonde blonde kids mom yeah i think she was fine but i don't remember uh jump in a dead mom uh dead mom so many didn't dead see moms. the mom uh the xenon mom was not great in z2 that's true uh z3 i don't remember her being in it uh you wish mom was fine double team mom was fine but she was the same kind of like He's Passive. just doing his best. Yeah. yeah. Up, up, and away. Family was f- fine. And then you lucky dog did not have a mom. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of dead moms that I just said, uh, by yeah. the way. A lot. That was a, that was a theme in DCOMs, too, and shows, I think. I did I did say dead mom twice for Teen Beach and Teen Beach 2. And I said uh, single mom three, uh, four times for the Halloween Towns. But even so, that's only one extra dead mom. That's a lot of dead moms. Stop with the dead moms. It's not called, you know, DMCOM. Not dead man. De- dead mom. <laughs> dead mom original movie. Dead, yeah, dead mom channel original movie. D-mom. Dead mom original movie. They actually movie. have, this is, I think it's a premiere film, but it's a mom for Christmas. Like It's literally like, dead mom, we're going to give you a mom for Christmas. Horrifying. Well, I mean, Smart House, I think, is the same way, isn't it? Yeah. There's a dead mom and then the house is the mom? Yeah. Lord. Oh, Hi, welcome to D-Mom Mission. <laughs> Change logo for this one bit. Uh, okay. Okay, so that was my one. Yeah, that's your, <laughs> I, that's I your first I one. About moral. That was my not actual moral, but one that they were definitely trying to make a moment of, and I was not mm-hmm. having it. I also have uh, Cheat to Win as yeah. one of my morals, because Same thing happened. as Z3. And... Things aren't always as they seem, which is another stupid one, but <laughs> the whole movie about like, oh, Brink is doing this thing for his family, but his, his friends don't understand. Things aren't what they seem. Oh, yeah. this evil guy isn't so evil in the end. So I, uh, one of one of mine is not really immoral. It's just kind of, it, it's actually, it's it, Two, two of mine kind of are the same thing, where I have communication is key slash explain things first. Yeah. Like, if he had just explained what he was doing with his friends, I'm sure they would understand. Oh, we didn't we didn't say that when uh, Brink goes to talk to Gabriella when he's, she's on her uh, bed rest, she says, everyone needs money, Brink, when he tried to explain right. to her why he was doing That's it. That's so like, rude. Uh, you don't even know why he needs money. Like, right. He's a, he, and he said, my family needs the money. It was so weird. It was like, what kind of friend would say that? Right. Lord, so and mean. Just, yeah, just tell them from the beginning. And if they don't understand, then they're probably not great friends. No. They should understand that if your family's in trouble and you want to try to help, then you should be able to. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have is don't sell out. 
which is a terrible moral because like i get i get selling out as a concept but also if you need money i get that sometimes i think that the accidental true moral of this movie and i don't even think this is a good moral but it's like sometimes when you do the thing you love for money it becomes a job and not a love or yeah. something akin to that and i mm-hmm. i agree that that does happen sometimes but also, you want to be doing what you love for work because otherwise you're going to hate your job. Yeah. So it's 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 a hard balance that it's it's very difficult for children to understand because I sure as hell didn't understand it when I was a kid. Right. But yeah, so I don't think don't sell out is 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 the true moral. It's like kind of in the same thing. And then the last one I have is stupid, but just stick to your guns. Yeah. Which is I think kind of true, but. The real moral of this movie, which it does not hide in the last act, is it's not what you do, it's who you are. Except yep. they do. And I they, think they, they actually specifically say that relate in there. to Yeah, they say it at least 3 times and it's and they equate it to skating obviously so they're like so <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. The dad yeah. tells this to Brink, but the dad hates him. So, like, does he hate what he does or does he hate who he is? Because he hates both, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's both. Ugh, it's such a problem. But then Who's in the that? end, he realized that he likes the he likes the roller blading and he, he likes his son. The skate, wow. skate. Ugh, so stupid. I don't like this movie. I'm grumpy about this movie. <sighs> okay. Ranking-wise, I think it did bad. I, I definitely agree. Or badly, excuse me, my grammar was bad. Pun intended. So a similar, this this moral we actually have is the accidental true moral for Kim Possible. But that one, with the actual moral was just because I'm not the best doesn't mean I'm not me. And that one we gave a three. But this one I don't think is even as good as that. Because there wasn't really any backing to this or anything that showed this in a positive light. I don't think it, it, it's as bad as like Return to Halloween Town at a one for me, but oh, I think no. I'm gonna give it a two. I said it's a two right in the middle of them. I think that's I think fair. it's a little bit worse than Freaky Friday at two point two five for me. Yeah, I think a two is. A, uh, I had Dad now at a two, and that one I have is, is care about your kids. And honestly, uh, I yeah. I think it's fine. I think a two is exactly I, where this one needs to be. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah. I have Halloween Town high at a two. I'm surprised I even gave that one as high as I did. Yeah, it is weird that you gave Halloween Town High a two. That's so high. I don't remember giving it a. Why did I do that? We just went through our stuff last week, and I, I, and we were changing it. So, hmm. I, you probably, have I must a have had some. I had to, some reason. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to you're it. You're gonna have but. to listen to it, Sarah. And if it's wrong, then you can blame me, and I won't care. Uh, maybe I'll do. I know that this is a new season, so I technically don't even have to do my like point fives, point seven fives to like why not to, your... to compare it to other ones. But I think I might do a. I mean, you're, we're still comparing it to our season one movies. We, yeah, true. But the, those grades are just like locked in now, unless we made a, a mistake with input. But yeah, I, I think I I'm really... going to give this one a, a two point two five because I still want it to be at least a little above Halloween Town High. Hmm. But I don't want to go higher than a 2.25, so. Right. All right, moving on to Test of Time. Um, This one is interesting because this movie came out in 
1998, which is the same year that You Lucky Dog came out. And You Lucky Dog feels like it came out in 1992. Yeah. So that, that's so strange that they this came one out in the felt, same year. It felt exactly like a 1998 movie. It's dated from the slang and from the clothes and from some of that, but there and the logos and the names like the and Z and some of the like sexist comments yeah. and racist comments and Yeah. So I forgot about that. I did yeah, well, like we said, the, so there was a moment when someone from X-Blades was talking to Gabriella, and they said something about Mexico. something about something about her being from Mexico, and yeah. she's like, I'm from Puerto Rico. No, she's from but Peru. But like you said in the... She's from Peru. She says Peru? Yeah, she goes, we can be here if we want. Look, if you don't like it, why don't you go back to Mexico? And then she says, I'm from Peru, estupido. Oh. I don't know why I wrote down Puerto Rico. Maybe I was just trying to write it all so fast that I heard the P sound in Puerto Rico was saying that is a bad guy. And I know, like you said in the watch along, like it's coming from a bad guy, so it's supposed to be bad, but it's still so tasteless to me. I don't know. It was like, oh, it was was horrible. And she like shut it down, but it was still like, and it was to show that they're awful people, but it was like, especially at that point, because it still wasn't seen as being not that bad in 1998. Right. Oh, this dress scene is ridiculous mm-hmm. where she's like, I, n- I didn't even want to wear this dress. Oh, my God. She's oh, wearing wh- a dress. My mom made me wear a dress. Wow. So it's it's interesting. I think it does get bonus points for being better at holding up and feeling more accurate. Not even want to say accurate, but more, more of a... I don't even want to say a time capsule. It's hard to say, but it's like it's a positive look at 1998 and... And more of a, it's just more of a fun look at it. Expect as 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 opposed to you, Lucky Dog, where it just felt so weird and outdated already. So like, I'm definitely gonna yeah. rank it higher than that. I think. Oh, definitely. I think part of it's maybe it's we could relate to it back in the '90s, rollerblading yeah. and the the style of it felt more '90s than yeah. you, Lucky Dog. It had a little more camp, at least, than you. I don't know. I think You Lucky Dog was campier than this. Yeah, because You Lucky Dog, the whole idea of camp is going over the line of of drama, of dramatics. And this one, it was trying really hard to be a drama. Meanwhile, You Lucky Dog was, like, going over the line of being, and it was being way more theatrical. Because camp... Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to think back to You Lucky Dog. It's been so long since we watched it, but... And the performances were just bigger. The other thing about camp is that, like, something has to be big. And nothing was really big in this movie except for the fall. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think back to you, Lucky Dog, and I'm like, I don't remember that performance or performances, performances in that movie Everyone, being big I, either. Kirk Cameron, Kirk Cameron and, just and James Avery were pretty big. And the, the, the villains, the, the niece and nephews, they were they were campier than, than these characters. I just, I don't know what in this besides the fall I would I would define as camp. Deliberately exaggerated and theatrical in style, in style, typically for humorous event. But yeah, it's true. I guess I forgot about the the yeah. niece and nephews bit from you, Lucky Dog. I forgot about that whole part of it. Camp is my the memory's most, not the great. Most important part of camp, for me at least, in regards to his definition, is it being theatrical and exaggerated. And I don't think there was really anything theatrical or exaggerated about this movie besides the fall. Besides the fall, which is amazing. <laughs> 
I think I want to give this movie a six in regards to holding up because I don't like the racism and the sexism and all that garbage. It's still very dated. Brink's stupid greasy hair the whole time drives me nuts. Yeah, uh, all the hair. Yeah, him. Val has long hair too, no, but Brinks it's not as greasy. So greasy. Is. Don't you just want to spray some wash his hair? hair? Come on. Um, and then the slang and the slow mo, but yeah, it's but it's not egregious. It's yeah. it's not egregious. It's not it's not the worst. It's not, and it it's it's more charmingly of its year than like Adventures in Babysitting was in a five, but that's still not that bad. That's true. Yeah. So. And it is still on the, like, people, I think, still talk about this movie, hence why I thought it was going to be good, because people talk about it. I don't know. I'm trying to think, because Xenon the sequel, I have it a six. Like, obviously, this doesn't hold up as well as the first Xenon, in my opinion, but maybe, like, the sequel? I was comparing it to You Wish and um, Halloween Town 2. I think the sequel, the problem I have with the sequel is that it's comparing itself to its original and that one is so much campier and is better designed. And so that one, we were kind of comparing it to its predecessor also. So it's like, it's, that's, that's just that's true. just my feelings about why I didn't compare it to that one. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to give this one above Double Teamed, which I have yeah. it at 475. So it's definitely going to be above that. But I don't know if I want to You could give it, give it a five. A I might or a five. a five. Yeah, five, five. five yeah. Because if you want to still give it around the sequel, you have, four, at a, oh, you have that at six. Ha ha. Ha ha. I can't. I have read. it at six. Yeah. So yeah, if you give it a five five, I think that's I think that's five. Yeah, five five five. I'm yeah. gonna stick with five five. That, oh, I think that's five fine. Ha ha. Ah ha I this is gonna get really tough for ranking. Yeah, I have no idea what I want to create. No, this I'm thinking because I was like, I was like, level. okay, maybe I'll give it a C because you know, Upside Down Magic isn't great, but I'm like, you know what? I think I would watch Upside Down Magic before I watch this, just because the dad is so atrociously bad. Yep. But I and I have to think of double teamed and how I ranked that a lot based on the dad, but the dad in this movie is worse. Yeah, I think I'm waffling between between a C and a C minus because I don't I don't think it's as bad as my D plus movies, which I have one, which is You Lucky Dog, which I don't I think this is better than You Lucky Dog because it's directed better, the skating is cool. The actual dialogue sans the slang could be worse. It's not... It could be worse. It's not good, but it could be worse. So I'm just... I'm trying to decide if I want to give it a C or a C-. minus. I think I'm going to stick with a C. Yeah, I think I am too. Because I do think that this is better than Adventures in Babysitting and Kim Possible. So I think I'm going to give it a C. I'm thinking like now you see it level. (laughs) And that's a C. I sure do. I'm gonna give this a 46. I'm giving this a 46 C, because that's I'll for go, now at least. I'm gonna go 47 C for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have you have both. Now you see it and Sweet Life. Yeah, I'm gonna put this one right in between them. Hold on, where is there? Yeah, you have both. Now you see it and the Sweet Life movie one notch above me, and one one point above me. So, oh, I have Upside Down Magic at a 47 C. Yeah, you have Good that bet. one. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think a 46 C is or 45c excuse me whatever i am what am i doing am i doing a 46 or 45 <laughs> 46 i was right the first time i can't my brain there you go so yeah 46c i think that's fine this movie it was it was it was it was boring 
But like, you know, so was Upside Down Magic and so was Now You See It and so was Sweet Life Movie. Yeah. So it's like anything under a C plus is going to be very boring. C pluses yeah. are like and wavering. S- yeah. Surprise, everyone. We added numbers to our letter grades. If you didn't watch our season wrap up, you probably yeah, don't know that. If you didn't that. listen to that, then uh, you won't know. You're probably confused. But yeah. All the letter grades we do out of 100 as well. So yeah. Just just to compare them more to, compare to each more other. To really stack them against each other and see like how we would line them up. Because when we're all done with this, that would be an immense episode to go through everything and number it. That would be to be a nightmare. Yeah. And I think at this point we don't have that many that overlap but obviously when we get farther along we will yeah i think i tried in the wrap-up to do all different numbers Mm -hmm. me too i think i had a couple that when it comes down to it i can really wedge ones in at the end where i want them to be someday we'll get another b minus i don't have three b minuses but someday we'll get more b minuses because i i feel like there are more deserved b minuses yeah i feel like they've got to be coming yeah maybe this season hopefully Um, okay, I only have one other note about this movie, and that's that the soundtrack was a nightmare. The score was whatever. Oh my gosh. The score was fine. It was a movie score. The songs that they had in this. The soundtrack. A lot of them didn't fit no. what was going on in the clips. There was a scene at the end where they were doing their skating tournament, but then yep. they had this. It was the finals. It was slow, it was sentimental like, music. Mm-hmm. What is that? do 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 and all of the and songs people just cheering in the background in silence. Yeah, all of the songs were super literal too. They were like, "My friends don't understand what I'm going through right now," and it's like they weren't even like made for the movie. They were they were songs that existed. So honestly, they they were pretty perfectly chosen. But also, it was not. It was not the my person favorite. singing. It was just. <laughs> Such a it was weird, so nineties ska, and not the good rocks ska. Into the road, skating is my life. I just want to skate all the time. My friends don't understand, and not my parents too. Nobody understands me. Cry. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only other thing I had about this movie. Let's see if I have anything. I should say else we've talked here. about everything else I had. Oh, <laughs> I have one. Um, I can't remember who was getting the sh- the milkshakes and who the interaction was between, but someone said, did you oh. get me a strawberry? That's Val. Am I wearing a dress? Am I a girl? So I want much. chocolate. And it's like, why is strawberry all of a sudden a girl it's flavor? Because it's pink? Really? Yeah. I think that's pretty much all I had. Yeah. We talked about everything else. But I was happy that they didn't do any sort of forced romance between yes. Rick and Gabriella. The hetero that agenda. Was nice. Oh, I was, I was expecting there it. There was so much coding in this movie. This movie was gay. This movie was so gay. There were a lot. I wish I would have wrote, written Brink, down some when of the he, stuff that When they he said. went to save the kid who, who fell down in the relay race, he was like, he like took his ha- head out of the helmet and his hair flowed and he was like, are you okay, dude? And it was like super sensual. And then all of the interactions he had with Val, it was like, wow, this oh, is those moments heated. where they stand super close to be intimidating. But it's like there was some line at the end. Close. There was some line at the end and some like wink or something that that brinked it. And I was like, this movie gay. <laughs> if this movie had gone they for didn't the know gay, it they they snuck some stuff in there. If this movie had gone for the gay, I would have been all about it. It would have been an A. A for gay. A for gay. G capital A Y. Uh, anyway, I think that's uh, I think that's all I've got in me with for this movie. 
Yeah. Like I said, my decom mission for the week is for you all to watch Gabriella's Biff on YouTube because it's so funny. Please. Yes. Truly we'll a masterpiece. To that. Um, yeah. And, uh, hope everyone... Looking forward to 13th... I don't know if I'm looking forward to 13th It's going to be interesting. Because we watched it recently, but we didn't really critique it, it when been we were about watching it. And I'm kind of scared. Yeah, it will have been about yeah. a year. And I don't remember most of it. But I'm sure things will come back to me. But I remember the overall plot of the movie. But also, right. I think it'll be... I think it'll be interesting because we've seen it so recently. Yeah. Yep, and I grew up watching that one a lot too. That yeah. was one of the ones where I really enjoyed watching it. That one, Smart House, mm-hmm. all the Halloween ones. Yeah, so, so it'll be interesting. we'll see. So yeah, next week is the thirteenth year, and then after that is uh, the Color of Friendship. Which I don't think I've ever seen I've that one. Never seen it. I've seen it in my feed over the past like year, but I didn't want to watch it. Obviously, so yeah, I'm excited to see that one. Yeah, it should be fun. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to see if that Christmas Mom one is in here under uh, the no, I no think the premiere pre- films. I'm, I'm on the pre- film, I'm on the premiere films part of the page. A Mom for Christmas. There's the Christmas Visitor. Maybe it was a Wonderful World of Disney film. Yeah. That's probably some separate category too. Because I don't see it on here. Yeah, unless it was the Christmas Visitor. No. I'm pretty sure it was probably a, a like the magical world date of with Disney the or whatever it was whatever on it was. ABC or something. Yeah, yeah. Premier wasn't that one a premiere film? Nope. My date with the president. That was the Star? other one. That was a wonderful world of Disney one. Oh Susie Q was a premiere film. Right. See, after we're done with all these movies, maybe we should do a premiere Those film. Those will be season. so Except you hard can't find to them find. Any- you can't find them anywhere. Oh, Horses! I've been trying to find Susie Q for so long because yeah. I just want to watch it again. It's gonna be hard to find. But we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Anyway. Maybe Disney Plus will add them eventually. Hopefully. You never know. Anyway, Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you've oh, made yes. some great happy resolutions. Happy 2021. Yeah, Happy 21. No longer 2020 vision, so no, you're right. Oh, darn. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you next week for the 13th year. 